0: Welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with lots in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week in the red corner, John Doe's teaching humanity a valuable lesson about apathy by being super proactive in the world of hideously entertaining biblical inspired torture. We'll be discussing our favorite sins as we talk 1995's Seven. While in the blue corner with the unenviable task of going up against Seven, it's Jigsaw's turn to teach a few people to be more grateful for their existence by torturing the shit out of them. Will Seven feel the wrath hmm, of 2004's Saw? Detective William Somerset is looking for a way out. You're retiring. Six more days and you're all the way gone. So how long have you lived here? Too long. Detective David Mills is looking for a way in. We'll
1: be spending every waking hour together from now until the time I leave. I'll show you who your friends and enemies are. Look, I'm going
2: to
0: come homicide five years Not here. Now is time you have a homicide. They're caught in a game where the price of sin is death.
2: I can hear you. Who
1: is that? Who's in there? Hello, Adam. Dr. Gordon.
0: I want to play a game. The jigsaw killer. Paul, find the path through the razor wire. Technically speaking, he's not really a murderer. He never killed anyone. Dr. Gordon, your aim in this game is to kill Adam. So it's a torture, a tussle this week, but which film is better? Let's find out together. Welcome to Clash of the Titles.
1: Release the kraken!
0: Hello, Clash butters. Hello, men. I'm Alex Zane. I'm
1: Vicky Crompton.
0: You're a fucking t-shirt at best. <laughs> I'm Chris Tilly. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> do you know how much effort it is going to take me this week to not just do and this quote, and this quote, and this quote? You'll still do it. <laughs> I will. I will. But know that I am making effort to not okay. do it. Yeah. Welcome to part one of Seven versus Saw. If you are new to the show, first of all, where have you been? And second, this is how it works we'll be doing Seven today and Saw on Thursday, at which point we'll declare which is the better film. Jeopardy, Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeopardy, Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Journey. Journey. <laughs> Journey. <laughs> Not
1: destination.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, so um, uh, I will say, though, on that note, I was looking forward to watching Saw more than I was Seven. More on that as we go on. So the clue Chris gave on last week's show oh, was... Uh, God Complex. God Complex. And you followed it up on Twitter with... Crime and punishment. Mm. So your guesses were found full of pride on our Twitter account, where we're at ClashPod, also on Instagram and TikTok, at ClashPod. And if you're in the business for a little extra Clash, why not subscribe to our brilliant YouTube channel? We would love it if you did hit that subscribe button. Join the YouTube Clash of the Titles So, guess-wise, congrats to Camillo and Ian Robson who got it right. But our winner this week with the first correct guess, your champion, the one who can sin because they're winning, and also potentially the sickest among you considering this pairing, is Rob McLean. Well done, Rob, you sicko. Your prize is all the tin spaghetti you can eat. (laughs) And if you run out, I'll pop
1: to the shops and get you some more. Connection section, killers teaching life lessons. Mm. Um, the cops don't have a warrant in both of them.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they, they go to the serial killer's place without a warrant and they come face-to-face with the killer and get shot at. Yeah. Mm. Same scene. Yeah. Intestines cut open. Mm. Uh, they're both shot in LA, but the city is unidentified.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Um, uh, photographers in both movies. Yeah, dark rooms photographers. John, yeah. John Doe and Adam. Yeah, a razor wire slash barbed wire.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, leaving clues at the scene of the crime, pointing to someone else. Fingerprints of nonce in one. Pen, pen knife, pen thing, doctor, the doctor's mm. pen. Yeah, in the
0: pen lights. Light. Pen light. Pen light. Pen light. Pen that's, light. that's the real quiz. <laughs> that's the real quiz.
1: <laughs> that's all I've got. It's murders as puzzles, mm. preaching. Uh, mm. That's it.
2: Nihilism. Yeah. Death traps. Um, both of our villains are called John.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good.
0: Kramer and Doe. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. lovely. Lovely stuff. Uh, Well, with that veritable smorgasbord of connections done, let's get into this. On Thursday, I'll be telling you what I saw, which means today it's V talking the Magnificent Seven. V takes on a journey.
1: I want to see the sunshine after the rain. Not if you're Detective Mills you don't, because what's waiting for him in the desert heat is even worse than the induction week he's having in his new job, Here's the coffee machine, the photocopier, and oh yeah, a serial killer called John Doe, not his real name, is torturing people to death in grisly recreations of the seven deadly sins. Welcome aboard. Also, we're really struggling to nail the guy because he's an obsessive mastermind who's meticulously thought of and planned every detail of this killing spree, except for library cards. <laughs> because as one last job before retirement, Detective Somerset will tell you, it might rain a lot here and there are horrible murders all the time, but your civic right to privacy is much more closely upheld than it will be in 2020 where you can't even look at a naughty book on Amazon accidentally without getting forcibly enrolled in a government-funded counter-terrorism initiative. Anyway library cards leave us to our killer who then hands himself in and is able to convince the two detectives to come along for the ride for the final two sins that of envy and wrath and by pretending to be jealous of Detective Somerset's life even though he lives in a wobbly flat with three massive dogs and a miserable wife who's probably about to secretly abort their baby because their only friend in the world Detective Somerset told her to John Doe then leads us to inquire what's in the box spoiler alert it's not one of your many dogs it's your pretty wife's head cue the rain. Phew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Worried it was going to be a dog.
1: <laughs> it nearly I'll get to it. It nearly was. Mm. So uh, I've seen this film a lot, a lot, mm. a lot, a lot. Mm. The first time I actually don't remember, I think I was quite young. Then it was like regular viewing. And then as I have gone on to you at length in the pub, I read the other version, the 1992 version that was written for Jeremiah Chechit. And it blew my head off because it's bad. <laughs> no, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. There's nothing wrong with it. It's There's nothing wrong with it. And I'll talk about it a bit later. But I just became obsessed with this other version of Seven. Wow. More on that. That is intriguing. Time. Yeah, that is. Yeah. It's so brilliant. If you're interested in the craft, which I am, not the movie, which I also am, you are. it's so good. It's such a good lesson. You should read it. Mm. Anyway, that's my history with this film. And you? I remember
0: seeing the billboard, a huge billboard for this movie, on the Ring Road of Leeds in 1995 when it was hitting cinemas. And I remember seeing that poster and going, that is a movie poster like nothing else I've ever seen before. It was these haunted faces of Somerset and Mills, Pitt and Freeman, literally looking out at you going, you do not want to see what we've seen. (laughs) And then it had all the seven sins written out with a red slash through each of them. It was ghostly and sort of orange, look like hell. Basically, if you've seen the uh, the poster for uh, the movie Fallen, it's like that. Fallen did a very good job of mimicking this poster. And when I saw the movie, probably a couple of years later, when it hit rental stores, I got exactly what that poster told me I was going to get, which is not wanting to see what they'd seen. But I say that I loved it. I loved it the first time I saw it. This is, weirdly enough, I counted roughly, I think, the seventh time I've watched Seven. And... I've never failed to enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. And when I said I was looking forward to watching Saw earlier more than this, I genuinely put Seven on and I was like, oh, I've seen it too many times. The first shot of Somerset's back at the sink and I'm like, sold, in, <laughs> in again. Yeah. What about you? Um uh, You know,
2: what's in the box is a meme, Mm -hmm. we would call that now. But obviously, this was around before memes, this film was. And yet, it seemed to be everywhere, what's in the box. So I somehow had this film pretty much spoiled for me before I saw it. Oh, no. Wow. So I didn't have the same... I don't know, experience that a lot of people did. So right.
0: how late into your life did you see it then?
2: I saw it on video when it came out on video. So already, I didn't see it in the Yeah, that's all... what I'm saying. It was, that's what I was saying. Before memes were a thing, people were making jokes about what's in the box and cartoons and things. And so somehow, although I didn't know exactly, I sort of had an inkling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, while I didn't have that moment that, most people did it's still an incredible experience and I remember just being broken by it and I've watched it a couple times since but then watching it again this week it it does break you this film I really believe that and there's something just horribly nasty about it as it progresses that sense of dread builds and I think it's just it's such a well but it's people it's everyone at the top of their game I think that's what what works about this the actors the writer the director all the technical people it's just everyone at the top of their game taking like an exploitation story and making it into
0: sort of art it's so exciting it's weird isn't it there's one scene which we're definitely going to talk about which I see coming every time, and yet every single time I have the most intense, body-shaking, yeah. visceral reaction. He's alive! Yeah, there you go. That moment, <laughs> yeah. it's just... And I'm watching it going, I know what happens, yeah. and yet my skin crawls off my body, I'm, like, convulsing on the have going, yeah. oh, my God, Can't every time. Can't look at time. a
1: pine air freshener <laughs> the same way ever, ever again. But,
2: but that's always <laughs> in the list now of greatest jump scares. Yeah. And
1: always will be. Mm. Let me tell you a bit about this film. I'm hear, so excited! I want to hear about this. So it's written by Andrew Kevin Walker, written on spec in about 1991. He sent it to our friend David Kep, <laughs> which mm. who gets him an agent. The ninth greatest scriptwriter in the world. The ninth most lucrative. <laughs> yes, yeah, maybe not great. Hey, <laughs> do, in late stage what, capitalism, does great equal lucrative? What, probably. What, what is your judgment? System? Exactly, exactly. So David Kep gets him an agent, and then it goes around town and it does the business and it's optioned. And is it Chechik? Jeremiah Chechik, is that how you pronounce that? Of um, Christmas vacation, which when I think about that now, makes no sense. But whatever. So he's attached to people the people could be
2: more
0: than one thing. Vicky. Oh my god, they
1: still can! <laughs> they still can. Apart from in the Hollywood studio system. I'm,
0: I'm never gonna get bored of using Vicky stuff against her. <laughs> but
1: I like it. I need it. So anyway. Jeremiah Chechik doesn't want the head in the box. No, 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 it's too dark, right? So it's rewritten. And that's the version that I once read, just doing the thing that I do, just looking for scripts to read of stuff. You, you know, you should always read the stuff you like because then you can see how they did it and try and sort of, I don't know, some of that magic might kind of get into your own work by will or osmosis or whatever. So this other version, right? There's no head in the box, obviously. And the pregnancy reveal is quite boring. Uh, it's a good lesson. The pregnancy reveal in the '92 rewritten version, Gwyneth Paltrow's character Tracy is reading a book called "How to Prepare for Pregnancy." Show, and
0: don't tell. Great. I
1: know that's there's nothing wrong with it, is it? But now that you've seen this version, where you get the the double effect of she's only got one friend in the world, she divulges that secret. She gets that horrible advice. It's all done at the same time. Such confidence to do it like that. But the, and also he loses points because. Um, Mills is described as a lean, attractive man, constantly coiled, you know, all the usual stuff, right? Tracy, literally, Tracy, 30, a beautiful woman. That's all it says. I, do, go again. Anyway. I don't... End up, what's she, <laughs> yeah, that's it, because being beautiful is is a character. So fine, whatever. But the thing that blew me away, and I understand why you'd rewrite it like this or have it like this in this version, because I've no, I haven't read the original spec, but anyway, it's very different to what ends up on screen. The climax is... Mills and Somerset go in the car with John Doe, and he manages. And it's at night, and he loses them in an industrial area. So they're having a chase in a confined space, like you do, like you've seen a million times, right? Yeah. Then they get him in a tunnel, which you've seen very recently in *The Fugitive*. You've seen it like a bazillion times. John Doe has got a gun taped to the wall. He knew he was going to do this, gets the gun, whatever. So he captures Mills and Somerset and then we're in this church and it's very cinematic and that's where the Seven Deadly Sins are painted at the top of this church, which John Doe's got a connection to, having been raised in an orphanage, attached to the church. Mills gets strung up, literally strung up. He gets killed. End film. The point being that the the it's, it is an ominous scene and all the rest of it, but it's close quarters and there's real peril because one of them is strung up. So how incredible is it to do that, but better in wide open space, in the baking heat, in the brightest daylight? How good is that? Mm. Like when you know that version, of Mm. course you'd write the chase scene like that. It's dark and whatever, but... It's it's better. So Jeremy Chechic said... um,
0: Said uh, the head in the box is too dark. Yeah, but Mills's death being strung up in a church is not dark. Not too dark. Oh. No,
1: it's fine. It's it's kind of what you expect. Mills is slightly different in that version, the ninety-two version. He's a bit more of thuggish. Okay. Um Somerset's younger. Somerset and Tracy get off with each other. So there's that <laughs> in the mix. Also, there's this artist character. It's much more about the paintings of the sins. They're, they're color coded. I don't know if they're color coded in real paintings. Like, there's a lot of research gone into people that would paint. Uh, biblical scenes. So this
0: is Andrew Kevin Walker's rewrite of his own script under the guidance of Jeremy Chechet.
1: Yeah. And so anyway, that's all fine, but it all just goes away because Hollywood. It just goes away. So then David Fincher is interested in directing and as myth goes, who knows, he just gets sent the wrong version. I can see that that would happen, but he gets sent a draft. It's the wrong draft. It's got the head in the box, which he loves being Mm -hmm. him. Mm. And then you're really off. I
2: think what's interesting is what I heard him saying was that he wasn't interested in directing, He was literally done. He might never have directed another movie had he not read this script because of the Alien 3 experience. And so, and he loved making music videos. And even I've listened to the commentary that's done around the time here. He's planning to go back to music videos. He's not seeing himself as only a cinema director from here on in. But so we nearly lost one of the greats. Yeah if he hadn't got that version of that script, I didn't even know
1: that. the wrong version, allegedly, yeah. like...
0: Do you think when he heard David Finch was interested, Andrew Kevin Walker went, well, I know which version I'm sending him. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally just went, I'm going to send him or, my version. Or did he say the Alien 3 guy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the guy who did the
0: meatloaf video. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: So Brad Pitt feels the same about the head in the box. You know, he's given interviews where he said it's the one condition on which he would do the film. It was, you know, he said it was in his contract mm. that the head stays he does, in the he's, box.
0: He's definitely claimed that. Yeah yeah mm.
1: and always- I-, I couldn't believe he got top billing
0: above morgan freeman i I didn't realize Brad Pitt was Brad Pitt the lead actor at this point no I always thought you know more- it was it was they were coming off the blessing and the curse of
2: Legends of the Fall. Right. which had turned him into a global superstar. Yeah. But but obviously so different to this, and this was one of the issues they had when marketing this film and all kinds of things, because they, they sold it in, in test screenings and stuff. They said, do you want to see the new movie starring the man from Driving Miss Daisy and the man from Legend of the Fall? <laughs> and that was the audience they got into test screenings that weren't terribly successful. No.
1: And he wanted, uh, Brad Pitt wanted to make sure that Mills doesn't do the right thing at the end. He does the thing of passion, so he would shoot John Doe. Mm. Uh, this, so the, when you think about Seven and when, you, when it's parodied and satirised, which is the mark of um, success we always talk about the rain it rains a lot in this film i read this i, I don't it doesn't sound true but i'm just going to say it anyway so they didn't have brad pitt for very long they had no contingency plan so the production team were like well if it rains all the time if it actually rains we won't miss a day of shooting because it rains anyway mm. it sounds like bollocks but fine um, it
2: sounds efficient it does mm. Um, I mean, Brad Pitt on the commentary said that that was, the rain was sort of, they wanted it to look almost like acid rain, that there was decay in the air. He said you should be able to see Hepatitis B in the rain.
1: Wowzers! (laughs) All
2: right,
0: It's it's a David Fincher movie. (laughs) I mean, that should be the answer to every question.
1: Yeah. But in in the 92 version, which again, I don't know how much of the first 91 came over, there's a lot of the 92 that's in the film you've seen apart from Head in the Box and the open plane stuff at the end. But Tracy and David have moved from Philadelphia and they're really clear about that. Whereas I think in this filmed version, you get a sense that they're country people and they've come to the city. Whereas Philadelphia to non-US audiences, we're like, well, that's just a big city, no? Like we wouldn't appreciate it. Definitely. If it was- and if
2: they hadn't cut that, you know, there was a deleted opening sequence, which is on the, on the, on the Blu-ray of uh, Morgan Freeman checking out the house that he's bought mm-hmm. in the country. So they were literally going to be swapping over. Yeah. I can see why they cut it. Cause it's quite a long scene. Yeah. But the importance of that was he, he goes and, and cuts out a little bit of wallpaper that he's then got in his pocket. And then during the film, he'll take it out and, and hold it because it just means so much to him to get out of this. Yes. Yeah, and, and he doesn't. He can see the end. Yeah. Yes.
1: And in that 92, he's only 45. So he's leaving. And everyone's like, I can't believe you're leaving now. He's like, it's my time. Whereas, it, obviously, Morgan Freeman's like, it makes sense that he's got Yeah. Why
0: is sick everyone sick. so weirded out? He's retiring. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> now you've said that.
0: Like, are yeah. the army going? Are you going to. Really? You're, yeah. You're leaving. He's <laughs> turning,
1: <laughs> you're back on this. <laughs> he's like, you he got Oops, a walking stick.
0: <laughs> Although Morgan Freeman has been this
2: age ever since. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is true.
1: So the story goes that before. It was Morgan Freeman It was offered to Robert Duvall Gene Hackman And Al Pacino Which obviously I wouldn't have minded it Ruins it Different film Yes But still mm. <laughs> But still oh, I'm gonna get
0: this John Doe
1: That's the thing exactly. yeah, A bit, bit of a scene stealing going on Don't yeah. know how the car scene would work mm. Do you know uh, For John Doe So um, David Fincher went to Ned Beatty, Who said No This is the most evil thing I've ever read
0: mm. <laughs> Ned Beattie Yeah Wow
1: yeah, and then it was nearly Michael Stipe. So Ooh. yeah, I well, know.
0: Just that... would overshadow like the movie. Like, yeah, Michael Stipe in a lead role. REM is frontman.
1: Well, apparently there wasn't as much dialogue. So Michael Stipe said all he had to do was look scary and run down some corridors. Um, but then they, that obviously changed hugely. So I don't know if in that '92 version I've read John Doe does get oh, his big sorry. speech. He
2: was going to be John Doe in yeah, it. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he once denied being Michael Stipe to me.
1: <laughs> okay. What, were you asking him for money? No, I just said,
2: Are you Michael Stipe? And he went, no. And I didn't know what to say then, because he was Michael Stipe. <laughs> and his voice, relatively recognisable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I said, no, I... I I think you're Michael Stipe <laughs> like and he, he said no know. I'm not and I said well look I'm, I'm seeing your gig in a couple of nights here I wondered if you guys are doing any warm up gigs he said I do not know what you're talking about
1: walked off amazing <laughs> yeah. oh that's so no, just, keep Rude. Rude. just keep denying it just um, keep denying it I didn't know this so this t- uh, tickled me to find out there was nearly a sequel called 8 <laughs> which was <laughs> a reworking of this idea by Ted Griffin called Solace, rewritten to have Somerset in it about a psychic doctor working with the FBI to find a serial killer. The so- that idea goes away. And then Solace was made with Anthony Hopkins. Is Colin Farrell in it as well? Yeah. yeah. He's the murderer, I think. I think so, yeah. Has anyone seen it? Yes. I'd never heard of it.
2: I have I seen it. I don't think there's a film called
0: Solace. Was it called Solace? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is called okay. Solace. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's it, everyone.
0: They really sort of, it was, it was weird because you'd think that they would banner wave about the fact that this was set in the Seven universe. But it wasn't really. Like, you watch it and it doesn't feel like you're watching a sequel to Seven. And the marketing around it didn't lean into that. It was mm. almost like they knew it wasn't good because yeah. it is not good. Is it not? And um, and so they just went, Don't let's not tarnish yeah. Seven by actually declaring this as part of the Seven canon.
2: 2015, yeah. psychic John Clancy works with the FBI in order to hunt down a serial
1: killer. Yeah. But yeah like I said never heard of it so uh, that's it that's all my triv good any more not from me alright then all right, I'm pretty excited. I'm just so glad that you, someone, thought of this pairing because we we have wanted to talk about seven for ages. These no, guys are sorry, out. Chris. Well, no one, no
2: one asked why I picked these films at the start. Oh, I'm so but sorry, but it came off the back of me asking the question of what can't we pair, and you said seven, and mm-hmm. I was sitting there thinking, I'm sure we've got loads for seven, and I literally spent the week scratching my brain trying to figure out, and then it was so obvious.
1: I've got another one for you, which obviously should have done this privately, but we. We're in it now. The game. I love the game so, Mm. so much. So get your little... I've got one. Okay, brilliant. I thought about it this
2: week, because, I mean, obviously you've got your head in Fincher. Wow. (laughs) It's one you guys won't have seen, though,
0: so I'm going to have to push it on. That's all right. As
1: long as we're doing the game,
0: I'm happy. Okay. I love the game. I do too.
1: (laughs) All right, here we go. So, uh... We meet Detective Mills, so you've seen this a million times, but it doesn't matter. He's the young buck, he's hot-headed, he's ruled by his emotions and he's partnered with Seen It All Before Somerset, who's cool and more thoughtful Mm. and cautious. It's so familiar, doesn't matter.
2: And what I noticed this time is
0: Mills is always moving and Somerset is always still.
1: Still waters. It's, and you get so
0: much, so much setup of the city, which, uh, to use that overused phrase, it's like a character in itself. <laughs> but it it really is. And the idea you fought to be reassigned here mm. and, and then obviously, you know, over the next seven days, you immediately get a time frame for the, the movie that you're about to watch.
1: Yeah, but also because you see Title Card Monday, say you're going in, I think the first time... I saw this, obviously I've seen The Sins, but I'm not really paying attention, and you think, oh, maybe The Seven just is the days of the week, and that will be the narrative thread kind of thing, Mm. so for a while you're sort of (coughs) in limbo, could it be The Seven Days of the Week? That's also fun. Um, (laughs) Maybe. Is it as fun? No, as a serial killer multi.
0: (laughs) I guess you could lean into like how it was originally Odin's Day, sort of the the Norse mythology, perhaps? Oh, there's something there. Yeah, Yeah. Thor's Day. Yeah. Mm. That's good. uh, Cut that. Write that
1: down. Uh, So anyway, Mills and Somerset, they are summoned to the scene of a deceased man. He is face down in a bowl of spaghetti. His arms and legs are bound. Uh Uh-oh, it's a bad murder. Mm -hmm. He was fed to death. Which is bloody awful. Still awful. This is, again, this is probably like the fifth time I've seen this. It's still really, really awful. It's
0: just, But it's amazing to look at. Like, yeah. it's like, this movie is like a work of art. Every shot is like a work of art. It's like a painting. Just a terrifying, terrifying painting. Including those opening credits. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, they're good. Um, that was because he'd cut
2: this opening scene with Freeman and he needed something to grab the, the attention of the audience. So they had completely different credits. And then they'd made 2,000 books for John Doe in that set. Um, each of them had 250 pages. They were written, someone, there was a man called John who had to write all those 2000 books. Right. Uh, that was the only job. And, and yeah. and Fincher said, we may as well, we should do something with these but books. John would like us do something <laughs> with just the books. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, um, I don't know, we, we're getting John Doe very early. Yeah. We don't see him, but actually once you've seen the film, you realize what's going on with the fingertips there. And also that there's even, I, I caught this time a line about pregnant women. So it's all there in the opening credits.
0: yeah. Set to the Nine Inch Nails closer as well, which is just great. Yeah. He said it was there. I wanted to
2: rattle the audience's cage right at the start.
1: And Somerset knows this is the beginning of something. And at this point, he wants out. So we've got to Tuesday, and then we've got greed spelled out in blood at this murder scene, and the lawyer who's been bled to death. And then there's a clue from Paradise Lost. And so now, no more limbo. We're definitely dealing with the seven deadly sins. In this film's order although it does mess around a little bit, gluttony, greed, sloth, lust, pride, envy, and wrath. Mm. So, little, naughty little piggies that we are, we know we're going to get five more, yeah. and we're so excited! Yeah. And
0: uh, Somerset's got some lines here. Again, setting up the city, which is a character in its own right. <laughs> it's a it, the story about how the attacker mugged the guy on the street, and mm-hmm. while his victim lay there, he, he stabbed, him, <laughs> stabbed him in both eyes. Just because. It's like, you're, you're never seeing that, but you're just sort of aware of this constant threat, constant danger, even in scenes that are mm. slightly fun. Like when they're having the dinner, like outside the city, when Somerset's going to bed, the noise is outside. It's just this constant threat of violence. And what is it? is it?
2: Is it a future city? Is it a retro city in the past? I don't know when it's sort of set. It's, it's set contemporary, but mm. the city itself feels old and mm-hmm. futuristic and new at the same time. 100% this could you could you almost feel like you're watching a science fiction. Yeah, it's, and did. it's a film noir city, and just the stuff he does. Is Obviously that because
1: he... the rain makes you think of Blade Runner? Or is ah. that maybe? Perhaps of the, the visual, retro stuff. But, but, so, yeah. but
2: also the visuals. We, we now know that this is sort of a, a signature of, of of Fincher to have the, the, the shadows and the silhouettes and the high contrast lighting and all this kind of thing. But here, I don't think, you know, we didn't know this would become what he does that limited colour palette. And I think that's all plays into, yeah, it is a bit Blade Runner, but equally, you've never seen a film in this genre that looked like that. We've seen a ton of them since, but don't think anyone's equalled it either.
0: And the thing is, even with moments of levity. They just add to the ominous nature of the city, like the pit you're talking about when the the reveal of the Paradise Lost clue. There's that wonderful line from Ali Ermi, "This is not even my desk." When he answers, <laughs> the, it's just such a weird line, and it's sort of a, this brief moment of like, "Ha ha," and then you're back, and then it's sort of <laughs> yeah. it just shows the juxtaposition between the fucking darkness of this movie and these moments of light.
2: Yeah, the uh, the gluttony character that's Rob botine created that. Oh, really? Yeah, he told David Fincher uh, of uh, the Thing fame, obviously, which we've talked about. He said, I'm going to make you an autopsy victim you'll be proud of. And uh, Brad Pitt was turned down but asked if he could buy it and then fill it with bean dip for the wrap party. Also, what's a
1: bean dip? Like a white bean dip? Yeah. A
2: a, a dip made of beans.
1: (laughs) But what? Just smashed up beans. Yeah. Black, no
2: black beans sauce. Black beans. Yeah, yeah, pinto beans.
1: Pinto beans all smashed up. There's loads. Okay, that sounds delicious. <laughs> so Wednesday, uh Tracy. It's like, it's like
2: a Craig David song.
1: <laughs> Tracy invites Somerset to dinner. uh That's awkward. Can't believe she does that. um And then another clue at the greed scene <laughs> leads Somerset to say we're just here to pick up the pieces incorrect and so many corpses roll away unrevenged also incorrect um, because they are not just uh, an incendiary what's the right word, secondary part of the thing they will become integral to the whole mm. puzzle
2: but this is the point as well where Somerset is talking about the reason he wants to leave is because he just doesn't understand the city anymore he doesn't understand the world it's exactly the same as John Doe yes he's just going about it in different ways so you've also got the hero and villain being complete mirrors of each other just doing what they do in different taking a different approach
1: yeah is it in this one it's definitely in the script the 92 one John Doe says to them me and you we want exactly the same thing is it in this where he says we want our children to behave we want them to have good morals solid upbringing no. we want the streets no. to be safe so we that's in the car so he makes right. this huge speech about we are essentially on the same side and I am cleaning up the streets for you and you should be grateful
2: no no he doesn't say that no, but I I I made that connection. You did? Yeah.
1: All right, good.
2: David Fincher didn't need to.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, actually, let's have a, a small break. I was just thinking it's like halfway through the week so we'll just put it in there <laughs>
0: always working <laughs> always
1: <laughs> anyway so thursday the fingerprints lead us to the scariest thing i'd ever seen at that time which is sloth so, so. just
0: what the fuck <laughs> how do you go about this moment writing it directing it it's i mean what the fuck yeah it's It's like you said at the start, it's one of cinema's biggest what the fuck moments. Mm -hmm. The photos, the length of time he's been and the fact he's alive and he chewed off his own tongue months ago. (laughs) And if you shone a light in his eyes, he'd die of shock. Everything about this like 10 minute sequence is just unbelievable.
2: And I'd always thought it was an animatronic or a puppet. No, that's a bloke in there. Yeah. Wow.
1: And you just notice different things every time. So obviously yeah. he's missing his hand because his hand was taken to leave fingerprints at the other scene so John Doe has sewn up the the, the amputation mm. which when you think about that, mm. is blows your mind well, you
0: hear in the hospital the doctor explains that he's been given antibiotics to stop the sores yeah. getting infected so that he ah, didn't die so too he, soon so that's a
1: kindness yeah it is a kindness so the thing is he
0: giveth and he taketh away the
1: victim he's he's a dr- described in the film drug dealer and child molester Theodore Victor Allen so he's been strapped to the bed he's been drugged into starvation for a year and he's still alive Life. The doctor well, I love that line that you just said, which is if his brain weren't mush, that's which it is, right. which I love, yeah. he chewed off his own tongue years ago. And then he says, And he's got hell to look forward to. Yep. And that's like the the way they do his rap sheet is attempted rape right and I was like bloody hell like attempted rape is not good mm. but is this the worst man in the city it's the,
0: and I've I've never noticed that before so I walked into this going he's a he's literally like a paedophile yeah. and John Doe at the end calls him a pederist yeah. but actually the rap sheet does not have that on it No. so either John Doe is privy to some more information that the police aren't yeah. or we've all walked through this going oh that's a paedophile sorry are some of these victims not people that the police know are badens but
2: can't get Oh, yeah. Because they know the lawyer and they know that the other, the lawyer's got the other guy off. Yeah. Oh, I see. And so is this just another example of the police not being able to do their
0: job and John Doe doing it for them?
1: Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, I just thought it was a bit harsh. uh, Sorry, I actually
0: have it written down. Attempted rape of a minor, drugs and armed robbery is all they have on his tip sheet. But uh, yeah, you could be right. Attempted rape of a minor. Mm.
2: Okay. That sounds bad.
1: It is bad. Oh, it It is is bad. Okay, just just checking.
2: (laughs) Could mean someone stopped him. Yeah, it okay. still makes you a, a paedophile. Yes. Sure. Yes. For, for no. tying it. Um, I've got a question, though. <laughs> How did we have a conversation darker than this movie? <laughs> 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 um, so, John Doe is enacting his big finale here, you know, the the, the last two, three days. He hasn't met Mills until the next scene as far as we know That's where he right. meets Mills on the stairs. So what was his big finale until he meets Mills? When did he decide on Mills? Because he started this a year ago. Yeah. He's enacting the Did he know when Mills came to town? Yeah. a few days ago. Yeah. I don't I don't think it quite adds no, up.
1: I think it's opportunistic when sure. he sees him and he understands the cut of mills's character and he's like he's emotional agreed. And he'll do what he agreed needs to which do. is
2: on the stairs in the next scene yeah what if he hadn't seen mills yeah. and found him to be overly emotional
1: well this is the thing because when he says at the end my sin was envy you don't you don't believe him i don't believe that you were truly envious of david mills's life it just suits yeah. you to say that but, but I, I thought it was up.
2: i thought it was as much that as envious of people who can live a life like that that he can't that he's not capable of,
1: yeah. I just don't, think, I don't in that. think he seems sad. but He's got a god complex. He doesn't seem. It doesn't feel. T- it's fine. It works for the film. But I don't think he's telling the truth. I don't think he genuinely no. is envious.
0: I agree, and I am actually stunned by this entire conversation because I've often said this is a perfect film. I mm, know. I hope never... you. I thought you were going to tell me where I've got it wrong. I wish I could right now because I, I want to apologize to everyone who, whenever I've been asked what's a perfect film, <laughs> I've always said seven. Sure, they the dead. Um, yeah. It, yeah, maybe they were. But I just wanted, if he hadn't
2: met Mills, how does the rest of this week play out? Sure.
1: But then is it, I don't know, is it dull to to cover your bases and go, oh, P.S. I would have done this? But yeah,
0: you, I mean, yeah, it would have been dull. And you've got to, I think, you, it's one of those things. Weirdly, I was having a conversation about this with someone the other day about movie logic and. Any movie, I truly believe, the greatest movie in the world. If you took a, a fine microscope to it, you would be able to find a plot hole, even uh, in the best. What not, the, not the commitments. What, what not the, the commitments. <laughs> what the best movies? What the best movies do is sweep you up in the magic and the story that you feel no need to ask that kind of question. I agree. Chris. I agree.
2: And the trouble with this podcast is sometimes we're overthinking it. I'm sitting there. I'm literally making notes, and I'm thinking, well, "Is that the first time he's?" Met Mills. Me. Wow, he come up with all this shit with Mills and the wife?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. So Friday. So
0: Harley <laughs> Hermie got off easy. It was going to be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tracy's pregnant. Uh, it's the most depressing pregnancy announcement ever. Um, Somerset tells her to get rid of it and if she does, to never tell her husband which is absolutely terrible advice terrible, piss poor and then because she's a woman in a film she actually says thank you as she should which Mm. blows my mind it's lovely because you get to understand more about Uh, Somerset and is live and it's much better than the version where Tracy's reading a book saying congratulations (laughs) you're having a baby but um, yeah it is it's all sad it's all sad and wrong and you want her to leave the city and in the 92 thing I read there's no her and David are having problems so they argue a lot specifically about his decision to move them to the city and she wants to leave. Whereas in this, you feel like she's going to try and make it work for him, probably. But she's not as pissed off about it as she could be. I think,
2: I think you can tell, though. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be said. I think around that dinner table, yeah. she's, uh, she's just livid.
1: But what works for the ending is that in the other version where he's mad at her, he's really mad at her in this other version. They argue all the time. And he's mm. like, stop getting on my case. And she's like, oh, I'm trying to be a good wife or whatever then if you have the head in the box ending there, of course you're going to feel sorry for him, but you might not feel as sorry for yeah. him. Whereas at this version, because yeah. she's making it work, you want it to work for them. You're like, okay, you're just trying to do a good thing, but you, it is your fault. I mean,
0: you're really playing into that. that, that I, I understand what, exactly what you're saying. It's like, wow, well, they were arguing a yeah. lot. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll find love <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah, maybe they, might not have, they might not have been suited. Yeah. They, they didn't seem to get on that well. But in this version,
2: he says, I'm going to go home and hug my wife. Yeah. So he doesn't... She he doesn't deserve this what yeah, happens to him
1: that's true she
2: does because she's a bit moany but
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's a very fruity sex scene in the other version actually I've just remembered I wonder why they got rid of that fruity <laughs> it's not even that fruity actually. it's just the way it's written it's very like of it's time written like there's a lot of thrusting and she's a lot doing a lot of gasping like she can't believe she's got a penis or something <laughs> like that's never been up there before she's like oh my
0: god the size of the thing it's so true it's so true those sex scenes yeah, where it's
1: yeah. like it's like this is sex it's like you're third 35 years old you've been mapping for five <laughs> years yeah oh no your childhood sweethearts by the way you've definitely what done it before what is this yeah oh love that anyway so uh... what sex yeah <laughs> me, me too <laughs> yeah. Except not like the next sin. No. Well, before we get there, Hmm. predictably for me, we're going to spend quite a lot of time in old tech alerts because I'd forgotten about the library books being flagged. Yeah. I, I don't like it anymore, obviously, because in this version of the world, you have to pay the FBI secret money and then they'll give you the secret list of books that people have been taking out in complete ignorance that this surveillance is possible. It's such an... It has to be... I can't remember... When you watched it at the time we Were like There's no such thing As that it's not well, no, doable yeah, I think
2: it did seem Pretty futuristic at the time Now it's just Search internet history Yeah But then it was like Fuck, Can people really do that
1: But yeah. in the 92 version The rewritten one mm. It's David's idea And it takes two seconds He just says Yeah you can do this thing And Somerset's like Well I never Whereas in this They're like You've got to bribe someone Like, It's a whole production
2: yeah, I mean, th- there is that awkward line later on where he says that he bribed, uh, John Doe says he bribed the police. So it's setting up the fact that the police and the FBI can be bribed to get stuff. Yeah. True. But even that, I find that line from John Doe a little bit awkward. You, I think you'd be amazed what you you know, you know can get if you pay
0: the right person the right money or whatever in the, yeah, cause in the police Yeah, because now it would be department. so easy
1: to find out, wouldn't it? Um I well, think that's
0: that's yeah that's just that's a that's just a really nasty line to sort of basically suggest that on top of everything that's just happened to Mills or is about to happen to mills it's the his own people yeah. who've done it as well he, the, he's it, the people was, it's yeah. the wife's address wasn't it yeah. the, yeah. address. He, the people he's fought to be reassigned alongside have actually been the people who's been his undoing it's like the just on top of everything else mm.
1: yeah um. And it's, I, I, even though I've seen it a million times, I haven't seen it for a few years and I was a little bit convinced that when they knock on his door, John Dole's door, because the library cards have led them to the address, it was there was going to be another twist, another wrinkle that he knew that that was a possibility and there's one more foil that he's got for them. Mm. But instead, he just turns into Batman, so he's fine, so he can outrun the pair of them and fly a little bit. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, they cut the chase scene from the end, so they've got to put it somewhere.
1: Yeah. And that's and that, yeah, it's so similar. You know, mm. running through buildings, across rooftops. Yeah, and it's
2: yeah, it's it sh- it shot really well. And how they, d- Fincher said he didn't really want to do a chase scene. And then the idea was, well, what if this guy isn't Bruce Willis? He's scared shitless, and that's what he was trying to do in his chase scene, which is something you've not seen a million times. That the the brave cop actually being scared during this yeah. this chase, and then at the end
0: being allowed to live. Yeah, it's certainly uh, a more realistic looking chase the fact that he doesn't just pelt round corners he's like got his checking every corner with his gun nervously which not only makes him seem like more like a uh more nervous about the uh, specter of death but like a a more realistic chase sequence and some realism to it Uh, the matrix is what i was thinking i was just because of obviously the sequences uh you know the fact that they have this sequence through the, across the traffic and round people, and no one seems to react. Mm. And it's almost like this city is a, a, a simulation uh, because no one's like, yeah. oh my God. People, what's going on? You know, like, if you saw that happening in the real world, you'd be like, hey, what's going on? People would turn, people might follow even. But here, it's just like people just get knocked out of the way and carry on Mm. their existence. It's the the apathy. Yeah. Uh, This is where Barrett Pitt
2: had the accident, where they described it on the commentary, um, a huge slice of webbing in his fingers went. (gasps) Ah! Because he fell through a, a plate glass window, and uh, he told David Fincher he was okay, and Fincher said I could see his bones. Oh, uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I'll tell you, I once got a glass splinter in my finger webbing, and that was very unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, and, and <laughs> were you drunk? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm right, fine. I
0: just wondered. I just wondered because when you slipped on the. B- banana skin
1: lime, I think- lime sorry
0: I knew it was a fruit uh, you'd had a, yeah. I'd had a few I'm, I'm I've, not-
1: sl-
2: I've slipped on a banana skin have you really? yeah Kim saw it happened for real outside, outside the office one day <laughs> <laughs> couldn't believe it happened
1: what, even though she threw it there <laughs> uh, was it w-
0: funny yeah I was glad I had a witness though otherwise come on the greatest thing I've ever seen is uh uh, Pete Donaldson, uh, our, our friend uh, from here, once, like, it was at his birthday party and he once threw a trilby across a bar yeah. and it landed on mm. someone's head perfectly. Oh, and, like, I was the only person that saw it. <laughs> and he always talks about it. He's like, I'm just so grateful you were a witness <laughs> to that actual event. Yeah.
1: I bear witness yep. to you, Pete. I was like,
0: yes, you did the coolest thing I'm ever going to see. <laughs>
1: So we're on to Saturday. So John Doe has got to alter his schedule. So we're off to the leather show. (laughs)
0: Amazing that you can have the line alter my schedule and it not make you go...
1: Yeah. But, all right. Detected. <laughs> to, have to
0: Move a few post-its around.
1: <laughs> uh, we're also off to the knocking shop because poor old Leyland Orser has had to fuck <sighs> a sex worker I meant, meant
0: to do this and do I haven't the thing. done but I But no, I'm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to build that. No. Really? I'm, I, I literally wrote it here. I meant to make a list. Leyland Orser has a litany of roles where horrible, horrible, horrible mm. things happen to him in film. I think it must be something to do with his face. Yeah. He's got a face where when he looks in shock, it's the perfect shocked face. Because, yeah. like, I'm the only one I came up with in the moment, which is why I should have made the bloody list Alien Resurrection. He's one of the people that finds themselves strapped into a room uh, by the scientists with loads of alien eggs in front of them mm. opening up to infect them on purpose. Mm. He's an incredible actor and he
2: gives an incredible performance here. Yeah. It's, it's very powerful. Get <laughs> this thing off me! <laughs> even on the commentary, Brad Pitt's like, um, yeah I, I, I don't know how that guy's doing that. Yeah. I think he, had, he he basically was trying to make himself hyperventilate before they started shooting, which is a pretty hectic situation to get yourself in before you work.
1: Yeah. I mean it is amazing I think I, I then understood how young I was when I first saw this because I remember the feeling of not quite understanding yeah. what had happened mm-hmm. it took me maybe two or three years whatever to understand I saw the, the dildo do you know, thing Do you know now? I know now okay. <laughs> if, if
0: you, But if you miss because it's only it's a photograph in the leather shop beforehand yeah. where you see it and if you're chatting away to your friends yeah. or whatever when you're watching it and you miss that photograph you're never quite sure and your mind makes stuff up but you're not certain yeah. but once you've seen the photograph obviously you like oh my fucking god this is god. the first
1: time i remember seeing it and fully understanding what it was i think my gaps my brain has done what you said and gone oh he stabbed her because he was told to mm. and she wasn't you know able to <coughs> save whatever but yeah it's obviously much worse than yep. that um,
2: somerset you know this isn't going to have a happy ending
1: <laughs> um, and then they talked to each other in the bar uh for some philosophizing Which can be surmised as, is John Doe crazy, is he actually insane, or is he just worn down by the shithole that they live in? Is his response to what is around him in any way a rational response? And should you, or can you be, to survive, apathetic to everything around you, and does the apathy create more... Awfulness and well, so on. Well, how Andrew
2: Kevin Walker frames it in real life is—is is the idea came from moving to the big city or living in a big city and having to ignore so much to get by. Because if you really thought about everything around you, you would go insane. So he could not think about everything around him, and John Doe is a character who can't, yeah. and that's and that's where it was it was born. Um, but it's interesting whether you think John Doe is clever or not, or. A genius. Finch is very much... This guy isn't Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. He's not the cleverest guy in the room. He's just very thorough, patient, meticulous and organised. Right. Those are his superpowers.
0: Yeah, I, that's an interesting one because I think that feeds into the end when he is self aggrandizing saying people are going to study this and pour over this for years. If you believe he's clever, then you believe that that will happen. And if you think that perhaps he's just thorough then people might not remember this as some grand plan and be influenced and he won't change things.
1: Well, what's good about it? What this The library card stuff hasn't aged well with tech, but what has aged well handily for everybody involved is that you watch it in 95. I thought, no, people won't remember you because the news cycle moves on. And now our attentions are much more. Uh, there's so much more stuff we can be looking at. And we've got fractured attention spans and blah, blah, blah. There's, this would make your news cycle for a second and then it would be gone because there's so much more. Maybe not with equal like footing in terms of gruesomeness or whatever but just to catch your attention it would just be very and, fleeting
2: and the library card thing plays into him not being a genius
1: yeah that's true wasn't that
2: hard to find him
1: it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and they, I love that no mean,
0: one knows about it
1: but that's I love the in all detective stuff very you know very much like your Sunday night BBC detectives stuff all of that there's always a line it's a throwaway line said flippantly that makes the cleverer of the two go oh hang on and it's Brad Pitt earlier saying just because he's got a library card doesn't make him yoder mm. that's all that's all that's the film. He's not Yoda. Like, yeah, he's yeah. just got a life record. Yeah.
2: And that's good character stuff. Uh, cause Brad Pitt, I think came up with that because he thought that's as, that's the cleverest person that Mills can think of. <laughs> And he, and he makes that he makes that joke about the Marquis de Sade. Yeah, Brad Pitt came up with that on the table read because he said, you know, ultimately Mills is a little bit illiterate. Yeah, that that's how I'm playing him. Yeah. The Cliff Notes uh, bit is fun. The Cliff Notes yeah. and, and 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 the fact that you really only understand him when you see him with his dogs. He's just a big dog.
1: Yeah, big kid.
0: I. Uh... I have to say, for the first time ever watching it this time, I found Mills more irritating than I've ever found him before. I mean, you bring it back
2: to me now. The the only thing I didn't like about the film when I watched that first time was I didn't think Brad Pitt was a very good actor. And I didn't think Mills was a very good character until it's a performance that sort of sneaks up on you, I think. But I'd always thought, I think that until the last 50 minutes of this film, I thought Brad Pitt wasn't a good actor. And then from that moment onwards, I thought he was a good actor. (laughs) That's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just—I wonder how much was improvised and how much wasn't. There's just moments where it feels like, oh, give it a rest. He's like, a there's bit, he's a bit a... where he's leaning over. I think it's in that when they return to the lawyers. Office, uh, the green thing. That's in the script. And, uh, the bit where he's leaning over the table yep. and he's going, "This, this is, is this is us," and yep. this oh, yeah. is what he's doing. That's in the script. And okay, it, yep. that feels like you know him sort of fucking but around, and, throwing stuff in. I yeah. do think,
2: and I've talked about it before. Him and Clooney at that time, uh, you know, they're about to work together a bunch of times, but they just, it was overly mannered and stylized their acting style. Mm. And I think as they've gone on, they've done less and less on screen, which I think is
1: more ultimately. Yeah, I mean, it's in the script, but it feels feels is fine because they're closer in age Mills and Somerset and they build towards a buddy thing much more uh, in, a, in a way that you've seen before but he, he isn't the elder um, Somerset's not the elder statesman so Brad Pitt David Mills' line there about this is us leading over the desk you're like, you, you, like yeah knock it off like the older man is doing some work mm. but in the script you're like oh you, it's just Bantz kind of thing right. I think okay uh, so anyway so it's Sunday now so mm. this is a bit exciting so a model is overdosed she's been mutilated that's pride pretty much done they so, do that
2: very quickly bang we're through that blang we're into the third act
1: yeah
0: Although are we it's,
2: yeah
0: yeah. because the, the, I, I also think they gloss over pride quite quickly because that's the only one where you're like you just don't know that she would like no. all the others no one really has an option yeah if, if, no matter how vain you are yeah would well, you, you t- really you tell us yeah. you tell us Alex okay <laughs> Oh, you know, you're right. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, was, no, but would you, would you, I just, it's the one where you go, would you really no. overdose on sleeping pills because I mean, someone had chopped said, off your nose? you said words to that effect about if you ever lost your hair <laughs> when I had to shave
2: my head because I was losing my hair. How so, do you
1: carry on, I think is what you said. Can you, yeah. How do you get out what of bed in the morning? How do you get out of bed in the morning? What reserves of strength do you draw on in order to get out of bed, you poor, poor man? Therapy
0: must you have done... I could draw a real life parallel here. <laughs> Literally.
1: Well, I agree with you because you don't if you're gonna die so again, sorry to keep doing this in the other script, she's on a stool with a noose. And so once she's got... Her nose is cut off still, but all she needs to do is step off the stool. So mm. she might step off and change her mind, whereas you've got to take quite a lot of sleeping pills. Yeah. So the intention, it's the repeat of the intention. It's, it wears a bit. And
0: if they're glued to your hand, you might miss your mouth and then it's empty. And then you've got to And then you're, live. Like, you're like,
1: fuck. Yeah, and also... I'm like, I'm like Chris. <laughs> pride isn't... Vanity is part of pride, but pride isn't... It's not... Pride is more than vanity. Mm. So pride is being—I looked it up—biblically, it's being so convinced of your own talents that it um, obscures the glory of God. So that could manifest in many ways. Don't know
2: what that means, <laughs> <laughs> but it could be—it could be beauty, though, couldn't it? Of
1: course, it could. Yeah, definitely.
2: So why are you a why are you having a pop at John Doe? <laughs>
1: no, I'm not. I'm just saying because he's doing his best here. <laughs> yeah.
2: What's great here is now Somerset tells Mills he wants him to keep him on. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh. Well, they let him do that, but while you're thinking that, boom, John Doe's arriving. Yeah. So it's really clever the way you think it's going in one direction, yeah. and then suddenly, random guy steps out of car, and you're like, "Oh!" It's so
1: good that he hands himself in. It's so good. Detective.
0: <laughs> Great. It's, I mean, it's one of the standout moments where he screams their name. Rules of three. Rule of three as well. Yeah. Detective. Detective. <laughs> detective. <laughs> detective.
1: After this, I'm detective. gone
0: surprise. Detective!
2: Another issue. Oh, oh, no. What? So he cuts off Tracy's head. Yeah. He takes it to be delivered and then he goes to the police station. Yes. So he's, he's going into the delivery shop covered in blood Yes. all over his hands and shirt. Yes. will not they say, uh, well, hold on. What's in this box? What, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> in the box?
0: Save it
1: for later. What's in
0: the box? That's a good, very, very good point. Stop doing them. Yeah. Sorry.
1: So he cuts this deal, this very dangerous deal, very improbable deal where mm. he's able to be driven out to the desert with Mills and Somerset.
0: Richard Schiff is so good as his lawyer in that small <laughs> He's role. really good. Really good.
1: <laughs> yeah. really good. So uh, here we go. Right. Best scene, obviously. So, um... John Doe, he can't wait for them to see what he's done. And are his victims really victims? All he can see is evil people, pitiful people, diseased people, liars and pederasts, which is one way of looking at it. Um, he do, I don't think he He doesn't mean it, though, because he doesn't. I don't think he cares. Like, because it's if an he ego really, trip. Yeah, because he's like, these people weren't innocent. But you can't get more innocent than a nice pregnant lady. Like in Movie Logic, that's ultimate innocent victim. And he has just he's just about to chop off her head. Mm. Because the Amazon man is here with a package for mills. Jeez, that's 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 risky. And this on
0: John Doe's part, yeah. it's like, have you used Hermes? They had to change <laughs> their frickin' name to every they were so bad. So I'm not sure you want to yep. be relying on a delivery guy.
2: No. Yeah, but it's important because it's arriving at seven.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 But it doesn't. <laughs> <In his laughs>
2: efforts, yeah, yeah, it is at it seven. Uh,
0: yeah. I
1: nice. think when we're talking about problems, there is a point where Somerset goes down to open the box and gets his knife and he's talking on the, the headpiece to California and everyone can hear him and it's fine. And then he says, well, It could be a bomb. And everyone just goes silent. So yeah. no one goes, Oh my God. Yeah, of course. It probably is a bomb. Mm. So even though he's flagged that it could be a bomb and in movie logic and whatever, we would be like, that's 100% is a bomb. He's like, I'm just going to cut it open anyway. And no one says anything. So it's like, if anyone's got issue with that, could you let me know? No? Okay, that's good. Cool. Well, they
2: can't speak to him, can they? The pylons, the pylons are mean, meaning that the, 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 it's all messed up. The, oh, yeah. the, the Okay. Um, which is something they came up with when they were location scouting. Right. The, the, and which is really helpful that the, the guys in the helicopter can't hear him properly. And yeah. so
0: all this is unfolding. I don't know how it would have worked without that. And how about this for just clever, clever writing? So... John Doe is about to have done one of the most evil things in cinema history. As you said, you know, cut off the head of a pregnant woman. And yet, just before we find out he's done that, he's the funniest he's ever been. Oh Where my god, sees, I love it! He sees the, <laughs> see the dead dog and he goes, I didn't do that. That's brilliant. It's like, wow, are you relaxed? Again, relax. Yep. Don't expect it. Yeah. It's really
1: that's in the script. It's so good. Mm. So good. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's not a bomb. Put the I saw you with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my sin.
0: Oh, what's in the box? take it, give me the What's gun? in the fucking box? Give me the gun.
1: Now then, uh, Mandela effect for a second. Who thinks <laughs> they saw the head?
0: So, very famously, everyone says, you don't see the head.
1: I was 100% sure you did, mm. but you don't. Yeah, but a lot of people
0: a, think you did. There's a flash of her face, which I think is what, why people... Because I thought there was not even a flash. I thought it was just a box and there was not even a flash. So now, for the first time watching it this time, with that in my head, about this idea that people believe they've seen the head, you see a flash of her face for a split second, it fills the frame, and I think that's why it's, people but think it's, it. it's a fair bit later, it is. isn't it? It's just the second
2: before he shoots him, and I don't think it's her head in the box. No. I think it's her head on a pillow and it's him trying to decide whether he's going to shoot him and then the last image he sees before he shoots him is his face looking lovely him from the pillow. I've got the... I took a still of it. So that's... That's the frame. Oh,
1: yeah! It flashes
2: up on screen. That's not her head in a box. No.
1: Her head looking. in the box is a Contagion head. That's what the internet says. So they made a head. They held on to it. They didn't use it in Seven. Time for Contagion. You know, she famously has the... Uh, autopsy she's the uh, patient zero yep they use the head <laughs> so you've seen the head because I was like where's the head I've seen the head and I've seen it and I was like her eyes are like and she looks her mouth open you can see her tongue like she looks really dead she doesn't look beautiful like that and you look at the contagion head and it's the same it's the head in my brain anyway okay so
2: I love Somerset shouting John Doe has the upper hand yeah that's a great line yeah.
1: It's Oh, I didn't like that. I wonder why I didn't like it. It's a bit obvious. I
2: quite maybe. like it. Well, he, he can't tell him. He's oh, got I to see. shout something oh, to him, but right. he can't I tell see. him. He can't say oh, see, So he's, try- he's just yeah. trying to
1: put him off... Th- he's trying to... He's, trying to, he's just fucking, trying to throw him off... The just stop! stop. In a box. <laughs> I, I suppose I didn't like it. John Doe has the upper hand. It means so many things. You could just say, don't do it, it will make him happy. Well, or... be- I guess because...
0: Because from we've we basically been on this journey where we don't think John Doe has the... Like, sorry, we we might do as the audience, but certainly the detectives have, till this point, gone, what could possibly go wrong? We're here, there's two of us, what could he have done yeah. that is going to give him the win here? So it just goes, yep, yeah, he's definitely going to win.
2: yeah it's, it's amazing, though, the fact that even when they were shooting the film, they didn't know if they were going to be allowed to end it this way. Yes. So Copelson told them it will never end with a head in a box, this film. Fincher said to him in 2035, people remember this. They won't remember us. They'll remember the head in a box movie. When
0: <laughs> was Fincher in 2035? It's a time
2: draft. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can talk, talk about the um, alternate endings. There were obviously two that they came up with.
1: Yeah. Well, I know that... They were, so after the test screenings, there was talk about could it be the dog? Because they we know that Tracy and David have got three dogs. So. so
0: this is these are these test screenings that went so horribly wrong because it had been sold on Driving Miss Daisy and Legends of the Fall. And so people were reacting badly to them. So they wanted to maybe yeah. consider changing
2: it. Oh, I, yeah. I also heard that stuff was, was was also being discussed as they were making the film. Because as I say, the producer saying, we aren't going to
0: end it this way. But I thought Brad Pitt had it in his contract to be in this movie on the proviso that it ended that way. So sure. he said. Yeah. So he says, but there were still these arguments happening that Brad Pitt talks about. So it, it, it,
2: if it, makes, it makes me laugh that the, the dog's head in the box... <laughs> they said what they did was when he suggested it they all started laughing and walked off which as we talked about that when, but when the, the producer when the head of the studio at universal said to the back to the future guys uh you've got to call it spaceman from pluto yeah <laughs> remember steven spielberg sent him a letter saying they all thought your joke was hilarious yes. so thanks for sending that over and pretended he'd been joking and then to save face he didn't say anything and i think that's what they did here with the dog's head in the box but then obviously the other, the other big ending that Andrew Walker came up with was Somerset shoots John Doe yeah. so that Mills doesn't shoot John Doe. Right. So that to save, to essentially to save, to sacrifice himself yeah. and to save Mills oh, so that nice. John Doe doesn't get what he wanted. yeah. It doesn't really work. No. It would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been the same as what we ended up with.
0: Well, it would have, it would have, it would have been, in inverted commas, a happy ending in so much as John Doe's plan had failed, but he was me, still dead. And Somerset will go to prison for... For life for, sh- for Mil- killing John Doe. Mills isn't going to prison for life for killing John. I think Doe. He's Mills going might be somewhere. Yeah. yeah. What? I
1: don't know. I mean, it's left.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the point. I've never. Yeah. I mean, I've that never. He's in right. the back of the police car, mate, because he's just shooting. He's shot on our man in the head. I've always read that as he's he's just in the back of the police car because he's in no condition to drive and he's been driven home. <laughs> on no. no. you're not allowed to shoot oh unarmed men. I, what are you? kidding? Have you never thought? That's all I've ever thought. Yeah. I've never ever I mean... ever ever. Thought that I've always he's thought. He's going like, to
2: trial. I mean,
0: if he gets off
2: on a trial, then as maybe. But he's going to trial for murdering an unarmed man by shooting him not once, but multiple times in the head at point blank range. Do
0: you know how many times? I never noticed before. He shoots him seven times. Of course so he does. Thing. Yeah, he of shoots course course he him does. seven times. That's I was like, awesome. oh my god, because I counted them. I was like, wait, uh, what? Uh, not seven. Lovely. Uh, no, I've never thought that though. I, I'm because what? to me, to me any jury is going to go he just found out his wife's head was in a your understanding of the
1: judicial system is fucked up yeah, you well, don't go, I was really re- I was really re- 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 annoyed was, in fairness I was quite I was, angry was, <laughs> like, was Is so that so the defence? like you don't get to go my extenuating circumstances are he murdered my wife the law is the law no, and, is.
2: but he you know he might get off on that that it's temporary madness or whatever yeah. but he's certainly getting done for this he's not he's not just Jesus going home at the end Christ. of
1: the bleakest
0: ending ever Just got bleaker live on the show <laughs> Wow, I've never even
1: thought I'm of I'm so that. troubled that I... you think you can talk your way out of something <laughs> It's because Alex has
2: talked
0: his way out of everything in life mental. Literally That's I once mental. cut off this woman's head <laughs> In but box. she
1: had looked at me funny. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah,
0: and she wasn't pregnant. So you just don't do that.
1: No, um, I I
0: just think it's it's the it's the line that Ali Ermi says to Somerset. He goes he goes, you know, he'll he'll get everything he needs or he we're going to look after him. Or yeah. I
1: thought will get that, a good representation.
0: I thought that Reders we're just going we're going to make sure he's psychologically looked after we're going to like make no. sure you know, you know, he's obviously not going to be a policeman anymore, but we're going to make sure he's alright financially or something like that. We'll I get thought him the it best was, legal legal defence we can. I thought it was a positive ending. Because he's just ending. shot on our man in the Jesus, head. Jesus, a, a mass murder, a serial killer he's shot in the head, though. I know. No? But it doesn't work yeah, like but just... <laughs> yeah, but he was handcuffed. I'm going to have to stop doing some of the things I do. I think that's really good
1: advice.
2: <laughs> but I, lo- I love Brad Pitt here. I love the confusion and the denial and the disbelief the on struggle. his face. The struggle. The
1: struggle is awesome. Because the first time I watched it, I love Brad Pitt. But I didn't know he was this actor. So when he's saying mm. what's in the box, obviously the first time I watched it, I just start laughing because it is quite funny. But but it's just the way he says it. If I'm being really sh- <laughs> all of that. But then the camera on him and he's gonna do it, and then he's not gonna do it. And he wants to do it, and then the baby thing, and then he finds out about the baby and he still doesn't do it. And then a, a second later he does. Mm. And watching him struggle with that, you're like, oh no, you were a very good actor actually. Like fair yeah. enough.
0: And, 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 it could be laughable. And yeah. you're, you're right. Like there are, there's moments, and you're just you're completely sold on it. It's, yeah. I, it must be a very difficult thing to do to be told you're you're basically going to do it and then you're not, then you're going to do it and you're not and make that convincing. I'm different every time. And and you can understand why he's
2: doing it just because you could understand why anyone would do that in that situation. Of course. But equally, I think the film does a really good job of setting up him being the person that would do that and John Doe figuring that out. So like reading the cliff notes, he's a guy that takes shortcuts. Having a go at John Doe on the stairs, he's hot-headed, that's easy to exploit. Um, When he kicks the door in, Uh, when he's not supposed to of John Doe's house he's quick to action um it's just all these things that they don't need to do in the film but they put all those details in so it makes complete sense that he would do that yes it's never actually in doubt and so John Doe knows Mm.
1: somebody call somebody
2: that's the best line
1: from California which you know when there's something you say in your house or friendship group whatever all the time Mark is always saying somebody when the kids are Going, Somebody calls somebody. And I say it all the time, and I'd forgotten it comes from this film. So <laughs> we were watching, and I was like, oh, that's what that's what." That's John nice.
0: C. McGinley is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
1: do you know what? I, this is first, I don't know
0: why I'm on some I think it's since we did The Rock uh, on the show. I, I've been on some sort of John C. McGinley revival, uh, because I'm, this is the first time I really noticed him in this film. Mm. But he's mm. great.
2: He is. I will say Brad Pitt doesn't like how the scene is directed, or is. Um, it, 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 he thinks the music is an issue. That there's well, too I much. Too stay in
1: your lane, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> because There's nothing wrong
2: with he it. He thinks the music's too intrusive. There's too much music, and I have seen an alternate sh- uh, cut of that scene without music. It's not shot as well, but it is interesting that it's just sort of silence. And and his acting and the gunfire rather than very dramatic strings welling up and that's probably the way you describe it. Then is probably why he prefers it because it's sure. just him and his acting. Yeah, his acting. Mm. But he said they had to make a date, so they didn't have time to finish that cut properly. you reckons,
1: or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also
2: David Fincher standing next and going,
1: "Yeah, it's not direct." Oh, sorry, what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> did you just say? Thank you, fan. I know what I'm doing.
2: And the, and the other way of looking at it as well though is that is that. You know, Mills is at fault for this in other ways. His ego, um, he, he doesn't pay attention. He's not listening to his wife. He's not looking out for his wife. He's not calling his wife. Like, he might have
0: known this was happening if he checked in with her like you would do. Well, certainly yeah. my reading of when... Uh, I've, I've always thought that when John Doe turns up as the press photographer... Let's assume, you know, you found this plot hole in it. Um, let's assume that he did have someone else lined up and his plan was going to be with someone else. And it's only because Mills is such a dick to him in that moment. <laughs> yes. it's, not that he f- it's not that he fits the profile as someone hot-headed. It's just that he's a dick to him for yeah. no reason that that's why he goes... Do you know what, right? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Brad, Brad, I like
1: that, yeah. Brad Pitt's
2: opinion is this could have been avoided if Mills had been a better person, mm. which is rough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all I have to say. Well,
2: I will say that the voiceover at the end about Hemingway, um, about the world is a good place and worth fighting for, none of them wanted that. No, Pitt, that's what David I David Fincher, Morgan Freeman, they all didn't agree with just having this weird coda um, and that was one battle they lost yeah
1: they wouldn't brad pitt wouldn't have been seen in the back of the car because the way it was supposed to end was bang 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 in the desert silence black leave the audience there lights up everybody leaves it just finishes but people didn't like it which is
2: which would be perfect watching it now knowing that it was like that is where you end this film bang 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 Lights. It has yeah. a
1: little
0: bit of uh, Shawshank Redemption uh, yeah, about the ending. I was yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, "Wow, where did that come from?" I don't but, like the voice. You know, them,
1: but I do like the line about "I'll be around." I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so
2: in those test screenings, though, Fincher and and Pitt said that "bang, bang, bang" cut to black. Then you have credits, but maybe the credits weren't finished at this point. So it's "bang, bang, bang" cut to black. Lights immediately come up, they hand out the cards for yeah. people to, to fill out the people who'd come to see the Driving Miss Daisy Legend of the <laughs> Four movie. And so I, I think Brad Pitt remembers as the one, a couple were walking out, one of them said to the other, The people who made this movie should be killed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they understood that maybe they needed to
0: agree. You Do what the studio was saying and put this coder on Should to just be killed. Yeah. <laughs> Should be killed. Weirdly, what I remember from my first watch as a kid of about I don't know fourteen, fifteen when I saw it, maybe a little bit older actually. Uh, like the, the 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 thing that I remember most from watching this, the credits going backwards. I could not get over it. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's. Unbelievable <laughs> credits don't do that. This is mad. This film's mad. i have oh, never standing like but it. But at least Mills is at home and he's okay, <laughs> right?
1: Because um,
0: <laughs> they'll yeah. understand. They'll understand.
1: That's how it works. If you that's, can make a case, that's what
0: I want. That's what I want. Putting on my gravestone.
1: They, yeah. They'll understand.
2: <laughs> Another thing I liked, uh, just to end my bit here, the, 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 at the end of the commentary, which was done in about '96, I think. Um, Finch is talking about the movie and how dark it is and he said I'm not interested in making any dark movies I don't want to be the dark movie guy
0: (laughs) so that's gone well (laughs) well he did try with Benjamin Button and then went
1: nah (laughs) it's pretty dark Uh, should we do the bits then sure right then Alex what's your best scene (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: Mills in the back of the car, <laughs> yeah, getting all the help he needs, yeah, getting all the help he needs. <laughs> okay, but, being just, just Mills jump.
0: being driven home,
2: uh,
0: <laughs> bit of a rough
1: day, so never mind. <laughs> I
0: honestly, it's really blindsided me. There. I'm so
1: sorry. It must feel horrible. I, it, it
0: honestly does. Yeah. Like I like I said, you've made a dark movie Worse. even darker. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was my little ray of light. Yeah, he was at least going to be looked oh, after and get an the, get the help he needed. Nope, <laughs> okey dokey. Um, So you didn't even mention this scene, which kind of astonishes me um, because this... For me, is one of the best uses of music in cinema history, which is where "Air on a String by Bach is played, and Morgan Freeman is walking around the library. In there, Hawthorne James, the bus driver from Speed, is there, yep. and um, I just, I just absolutely love it. Uh, it's I, my two favorite pieces uses of music in film. I don't know if we were going to do this question. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I, I meant songs, not not music. Yeah. Okay well neither one is um, Pixies Where Is My Mind at the end yeah. of Fight Club yeah. <laughs> but this is the other one and I just I love this scene so much but it's not that because obviously it is Victor waking up and I think that's uh, that is the best scene in the movie for me
1: uh, hmm. I also think that's I'll just say that here I mean it should be the ending but it's not it's Sloth I think it's a cheap jump scare actually hmm. for a movie that is uh, cerebral, but it doesn't matter because it's fucking brilliant. And it's the
0: only one. It's not like yeah, it's not it like surrounded by others. It's, yeah, it, you get away with one.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it, you know, if you're going to do it, do it as well as this. It's mm. just so brilliant. What about you?
0: Someone has to pick the end. <laughs> <you know?
2: laughs> yeah. um, we've done Fatal Attraction and yeah. talked about the fact that that film bottled it. We've done Get Out and I talked about the fact that I think that film bottled it. Seven does not bottle the ending. No. Um, it, you know it's combined with the car journey as well i feel like it's all one sequence but if it has to be one scene it's 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 the box yeah. it's it's just unbelievable <laughs> it's so exhilarating watching it and it's so upsetting it's just it's a, one of the greatest all-time scenes that we've ever talked about and
0: to the extent that if i could, if i could choose to go back and if you could choose to forget a movie entirely and re-watch it for the first time i think this would be one of mine mm. certainly just to relive that ending for the first time and have that gut punch of not knowing mm. the end of max
1: <laughs> what's your most valuable whatever chris
2: oh my gosh um you've confused me now oh um i'm going to say andrew kevin walker um i'm guessing this script was better than the first script the one that you read Yes. I feel like it must be. Uh, Yeah. what I mean, what a debut, what a great script, what a great idea, uh, what a great ending that he eventually got Got. to. I hadn't, I didn't realize that it wasn't originally in the script. So you've, you've made me wobble here, but um, he got there in the end and yeah, I just think a high pot. You look at what he's done since and it seems like a shame. Yeah. He's done all right, but like, yeah, what a jumping off point for a career this should have been. And what a script. So Andrew, Kevin Walker.
1: What about you?
0: Uh, I I do think the script is fantastic, Um, absolutely. Uh, But for me, it's David Fincher, because I think you could have shot that script and it could have not been this film, which is a pairing of things that don't often marry up quite so well, which is that this film has a foreboding oppressive atmosphere Mm. throughout and yet at no point is not massively entertaining at the same time and those two things i think are really difficult to achieve and although i've said it three times now the city is a character in itself that is from the direction that sense of just complete like horror happening out of shot on every scene is all down to fincher so for me it's david fincher
1: yeah, it's also David Finship. Uh because of that, and whoever sent him the wrong draft of the script. Because <laughs> the, the, <laughs>
0: someone we don't know, they could be the NVW. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, that other version. Everything you've just said, Alex, like it is oppressive and foreboding and often you'll use a visual shortcut for that such as having a chase through a tunnel it makes perfect sense and for david fincher to go i'll shoot this in the desert and it will be as oppressive and foreboding as everything you've just seen Mm. i can't get my head around how you do you know you could write it but you haven't got to do it. And then to actually pull that off to make a wide open space with nothing in it, the horizon is visible, make that feel like a contained environment where there's danger all over. It's just, it's incredible. So yes, David Fincher and whoever worked in someone's office and sent the wrong script.
2: (laughs) And we've hardly mentioned, um, we've left him uncredited like they do in the film pretty much. The guy who plays John Doe.
1: Yeah, Kevin Spacey is amazing. He's
2: amazing. Yeah, he's so good. Fuck that guy, but... He is amazing because
1: he's glacial, and that's what you think. I think I think there is a little bit of a melting of. Oh, maybe it comes from the Kaiser Salze thing as well. Like criminal mastermind, obviously he mm. does do really, really well, um, and he doesn't seem even though he doesn't seem like an evil genius because he isn't that clever, there's a really good version of him in this which isn't in the other one, which is is unflappable, mm. which is really good. So in, you've seen a movie version of this a thousand times where David Mills says something cheeky and it pisses him off. And so, you, do you know what I mean? Like throw away a comment and then John Doe loses his temper. Like they always do these psychos in these films. There's, t- there's a tiny
0: bit of that yeah. in the car at the end, which is nice because it's the only time and it sort of leads mm. into the monologue. Yeah.
1: But in the you know in the version where you know everyone's freaking out, it's like you know you've written this spec, but we need something a bit more ready for the Hollywood machine. So go and do a redraft, mm. and that is what you get. John Doe's like, how dare you, and firing Brimstone yeah, and whatever, yeah, yeah. because he's got an Achilles heel, and it's like it's fine, it's entertaining, of course it is, but this version is much better where he's just untouchable ish. Mm. Uh, what would you change, Alex?
0: Uh, obviously the the F slur. It was nineteen ninety five, but you know you hear it now. It takes you out of the movie. Do you know what's
1: so weird? In the 92 version, Tracy and Somerset are having a scene, I think just before they get off with each other, and Somerset does something sensitive with him. He does some paper folding so that you've got a motif for the end where he gives her a paper rose. Origami. Origami. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that. And lovely Tracy says to Somerset, if my husband saw you doing that, he'd say you were homosexual. But that's the kind of guy he is what a weird line, what Mm -hmm. a fucking weird line. And then you rewrite it and you're like, I'll stick the F-bomb in instead. (laughs) Very odd, like very of its time. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that's what it is. It's of its time, but it does. You don't, you hear it now and it just jars slightly. You can't help that. Uh, But that aside, um, a soothing, relaxing Vibrating home. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the lie. I get why it's there. I get it's the moment where the ice breaks. Now Mills and Somerset are going to work together. We've all had a laugh. The frostiness, the awkwardness of this dinner is over. I just, don't, I, I, if I was at that dinner table and someone went a soothing, relaxing, vibrating home and, and then started laughing, I'd go, are, are you mad? <laughs> yeah. Are you a mad? Who have we invited to dinner? It's just like, it, I just don't know why everyone's laughing. I don't know why Somerset's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny.
1: Also, more problems... If your home vibrates because of subway trains, surely the subway is more than once every what twenty five minutes? Right. Like it should happen every thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just, it, it, it just jars,
0: and I know why it's there, and I forget about it in a heartbeat because I, I, I'm, I'm seeing these two cops finally connect, and you're straight into them working together. They've got their notes out, and it's wonderful. It just sort of, it just, I find it a bit funny. I, I do have one other. Uh, when John Doe says to Mills. She begged for her life and the life of the baby inside her. I do want Mills to say, but are the dogs okay?
1: <laughs> but are the dogs okay? Are okay the though? dogs okay, though? You didn't hurt the dogs.
0: <laughs> no, they're fine, because they're my babies. <laughs> I'll continue down
2: the animal uh, line. Um, I think you should have him killed by an actual sloth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good.
2: Um, have that delivery man drop off a letter from Doc Brown in
0: 1885. <laughs> it reminds me of that, doesn't it? Just yeah, yeah. I was told to be here at this time, yeah. every time. And I, it's, a, it's a flash. It's like the flash of Paltrow. But I'm like, oh, my God, it's back to the future. No, it's not. But am I watching?
2: Uh, I think they need to give it a new and very modern tagline. Seven the ultimate unboxing video. <laughs> good. Very good. good. Very good, yeah. Um, real one. Real yeah. one now. Yeah. Um, now, this is a good scene. You like this scene. I like this scene. I wonder how the film is if you pull it out. So, remove the sequence where um, Tracy tells Somerset she's pregnant. Yeah. So it surprises the audience at the same time it surprises Mills. Yeah. I wonder how that makes us feel. It's obviously going to change emotions earlier in the film. It's, you know, it's, it's less interesting. We're, we're losing stuff that we learned about Tracy and Somerset in that scene. Yeah. But just for the impact it has on the
0: ending, mm. I wonder how that would feel.
1: And you know that something's but, up and she nearly says oh, something and you get misdirected and you think it's yeah. something else and then you find out.
0: Yeah, you'd have to have some, you'd sure. have to have something because otherwise you'd think John Doe was lying. Yes. It's because it'd be like, why? why you know, he's... You know, he's just, you know, yeah. battering you over the head for the sake of it. Yep. You figure it out. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay, we can do it. Give me a minute.
1: <laughs> uh, mine, uh, I don't think Pride, I've never thought it worked. I don't like it. I just don't believe that. I, I just don't connect with that person in any way to think that you would take, repeatedly take sleeping pills because someone would cut off your nose, even if even, you're just beautiful. Like, I don't, I don't know. I need something else about her life, which means she's the sort of person that would do that, rather than just being good looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the other the real changes are very small things. So when Somerset kneels down in front of the box because he's in the desert, I would like a wisp of Gwyneth Paltrow's lovely blonde hair to whip out like a snake and he jumps back. And that's it. That's all I want.
0: Nice. Thanks. Mm, thank right. Okay. So you didn't want jump scares, you want one more jump scare. <laughs> That's what you are. You're a contradiction. I mean, it's. I don't like jump scares. Put another one in. Another one. A a snake. A hair snake. snake. (laughs) That is your change for the movie movie seven. A hair snake. snake. That's what. That's your argument for every script. (laughs) Hair snake. (laughs) Uh, Excellent. Excellent. Well, um, I'm really pleased we've proved a movie that I considered perfect not so perfect after all. Fun ride. Fun ride. Fun ride. Uh, Okay. Uh, are we doing a little, uh, do you want to do your little fun thing? Want to play a game?
1: Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've got it on my phone because I had to prep it, but I prepped it in a rush. Okay. So it's quite yeah. We were going
2: to have that conversation we trailed last week about uh, music and films. We will do that. But I had an idea this morning that I messaged my friends and they were like, all right. So I asked them to come up with a saw trap. We're each going to come up with a saw trap and then decide which one is best. Or we could even put it to the Twitter vote. All right. So, uh, I'll wait till Vicky's got hers up. Okay, so that everyone can be in the room. Who wants to go
0: first? Vicky
1: right so what I did I know I'm just gonna get rinsed for this so I'm just gonna go ahead anyway right so I'm like okay who am I trying to teach a lesson because he's teaching sure. jigsaw is teaching certain people certain lessons so then I was like who annoys me most in the whole world right so number one people who drink energy drinks on a crowded commuter train first thing in the morning number two people who just get in my way on the street walking slowly mm-hmm. and third Donald Trump so then I was like right okay so my trap is a person who drinks energy drinks right wakes up in quite um, an iron maiden a coffee Essentially, but quite a spacious one. So you've got maybe, I don't know, like. A half a metre of space, right? And then the Iron Maiden is filled, filled with a noxious gas, a bad gas. Not It can't be Red Bull because those, these people like Red Bull or, or whatever, mm. another energy drink. Some sort of gas, right? And in order to escape, you have to breathe it in. But Jigsaw's got things on your blood levels. You can't take short breaths, right? You can't take panicky breaths. You have to take really deep draws of it in order to get the gas in. But they're gonna sh- he's going to shrink the Iron Maiden every time you do it. So you're going to start to panic. and You're going to take shallow breaths, but you can't panic so every time you do it right you're getting more and more squeezed and confined and there's more and more gas and you have to breathe it in super deep and then if you manage to fill up your blood levels to a certain amount of noxious gas on a confined space let's make it really early in the morning till it shine quite a bright light in people's eyes then it bursts up and you get to escape that's the trap wow a lot
2: of thought how right do i said. how do i put that in a tweet <laughs> I, I, I don't know good <laughs> luck, <laughs> good luck.
0: Uh, alex you want to go next uh, yes so someone is put in a glass case. The glass case is then filled with liquid, more and more liquid, and they're going to drown. But the liquid fills at such a level that if you drink enough of it, you will not drown, but you have to keep drinking the liquid. Right. The liquid is oh, milk. No. They're ah! lactose intolerant. Oh Fuck yes!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Alex just threw his papers everywhere.
1: Would they die though? Who knows? Can you die from dairy? I imagine, I, bet you can. I imagine
0: you'd have terrible IBS, so it would create a bubble effect. And you know when milk bubbles happen, like if you've ever blown down a straw in a milkshake, <laughs> uh-huh. they all foam round you. So they don't go down, they don't burst like, you know, physio- you're surrounded by bubbles of your bubbles of milk that you are allergic to, filled with your own fart that would be bursting <laughs> around you mm. in this glass case that was constantly being filled with more milk. Yuck. Maybe even direct from a cow. There's a cow standing over it yeah. mm. on some kind of, like... Um, platform. Platform, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you can have some credit. You came up with a platform. Who's your victim? <sighs> uh who's famously lactose intolerant Santa Claus no uh, the opposite of Santa Claus he loves milk so whoever the, 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 opposite, the devil there you go no Krampus <laughs> great so in many ways my trap is good it's <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, very good what's yours Chris uh, I take two victims
2: yeah they're crime and I'm not pointing any fingers here but they have movie opinions I don't agree with
0: <laughs> I uh, put them in oh commode look out <laughs> <laughs> I put them in. Se- I put <laughs> them not looking under your car in the morning.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't <Well, no. laughs> know. Don't listen to him. Um, I put them in separate rooms next to each other with a window between, so they can see each other but can't hear each other. Right. I ask them movie trivia questions. Forever. <laughs> each time they get an answer wrong, a piece of popcorn drops into their room until one of them dies with the other watching. I call it death by popcorn. Why? Could- Surely we could
0: just eat each piece of popcorn as it comes in. You would think that, but what if they keep coming, Alex? (laughs) Well, it depends how fast you can ask questions. I reckon I can eat popcorn faster than you can ask questions. But they're going to keep coming, Alex. But I'll keep eating them then. They're going to keep
2: coming.
1: But, but I'll keep eating them, but, though. But, but, but,
0: but I'll be eating them faster than yeah. you can ask a question. Because yeah. you have to ask Vicky a question in between asking me a question. So I've got time Who's, to... Who said it was you two? <laughs> oh! Sing! <laughs> <laughs> Trick me into it. <laughs> and it wouldn't
2: just be popcorn that the room's filling up with. Well, you just said popcorn. What else? Rats and rat- <laughs> No, your own excrement. Right. i eat right. that great <laughs> you're definitely dying in this room <laughs>
1: um,
2: and I've got a gun <laughs> and I would genuinely do that to someone who talks or uses their phone during a film
0: oh. uh, okay good uh, those are going up on Twitter or at least uh, one of them is uh, because it, it can fit into however many characters Twitter is what do we days. call your one his is death by milk mine's death by
2: popcorn what do we call your morning one morning gas Okay, morning, guys. <laughs> M-O-U-R-N.
1: Oh, nice, if you like.
0: <laughs> and we are done with seven. All right, next week, it's Victoria's Choices. So, yep. the clue is... Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. What? Here we go.
1: Yeah, this is, I will say, maliciously poor. <laughs> because bollocks <laughs> are both of you. Excellent. Uh, were
0: you on the way here <laughs> and added maliciously? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So here we are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go on.
1: It's not, I'm not, we've got to the point where I'm not laughing at myself. You've, you've taken all the joy from this process for me. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing at how annoyed you're going to be, mm. but you probably won't show it mm. just to annoy me more. And so we're in this endless loop of nonsense one-upmanship, but just know that you've killed this for me. Okay? Just Bye do by it! <laughs> all right, fine. Do it. Xbox marks the spot, but not for you, man. <laughs> That is quite funny, actually. That's hey, not bad. Really? That's not bad. God, you're like an evil dad. you <laughs> like, one day I'm right, one day I'm wrong.
0: I, 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 th- there is literally no logic <laughs> to that response. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand it, but I'm going to say, that's <laughs> not bad. Just that's what I'm goof. saying. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right, that's your clue. Xbox marks the spot, but not for you, man. That's it. Sure got you i think i've worked out what it is so good luck everyone another clue will be appearing on twitter at ClashPod in the near future right then that is it for this episode entirely now we're going to be back on thursday talking 2004 sore seeing which film will be victorious jeopardy jeopardy jeopardy, <laughs> jeopardy 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 until then please subscribe on apple spotify indeed wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on twitter and instagram and even tiktok if you would that'd be lovely we'll be back on thursday have a lovely week bye bye
1: clash of the titles is a stack production and part of the acast creator network